Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought, episode number 12. And in this episode, I have to say, we have such a cool conversation ahead. Uh, Victor had a chance for the second time now to go on the uh, Fox show Empire. He also talks about a YouTube video uh, series that he was in as well, which, let me tell you, this this whole conversation about finding your passion and following that is something that was really incredible for me to listen to and I just think is is a very awesome experience in general. So with that being said, I really want to redo this. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. I can't do this. Anymore. With that being said, <laughs> we hope you enjoy. <laughs> And oh man, I had a great day today. <laughs> so I have been up since uh, four o'clock this morning. Yeah. Okay. So today I was uh, an extra on Empire. Um, they just started recording or they started taping, however you want to say it, their uh, season number four. Mm-hmm. So the last time I was on Empire was. Uh, the season finale of season three, this is back in March, as an extra. Was that a promo screenshot that you sent me, or, or actually from the episode itself? No, that was from, that's from the episode. That is, uh, that's from the episode, um, but I, like, zoomed in. Like, okay, so I have about, from the season three, about a second, one second of screen time. But you would not know it was me unless you're me looking for me. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it it happened like that. Yep. In a flash. Um, but so, when I went on Empire back in March, it was a really cool experience. Like, you're on the set, like, there's cameras around. It, it was just like, you're, it was just, I, I don't really know how to describe it. Like, you really need to just be there and experience it yourself. And it was really cool. Yeah. And the first time I was there, I had a 5.30 call time. I, uh, I got there at 5, and I was there until about 12 or 12.30. Relatively easy day. Okay. This time around, I had a uh, call time, same time pretty much, 5.45. I was there at 5.30. Oh, my goodness. We were there until we finished at about 9.30. Oh, my so God. So about a, about a 14-hour day. Seriously. But I got paid until 10 o'clock. Nice. Yeah, so on my time card, or my voucher, um, I got paid from 5.45 a.m. until 10 p.m. tonight. Wow. And we got done around 9, and I was out of there by 9.30. Yeah. Um, so you were saying a little bit about the first experience. That was that was a scene at a bar, right? That wasn't actually... No, that was at... Uh, or a club? Yeah, that was at Club Leviticus. I don't watch the show, by the way, so I don't really... I'm kind of figure, I. I kind of know what I'm talking about. Uh, and someone, when I was there, someone was like, oh, how can you not watch the show? Well, they pay me, so that's why I'm doing this. Yeah. They pay me. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to start watching the show. Um, because it was funny, when they started today, they were talking, I was about to say about what they were talking about, but I realized I should probably not say that, because that would be considered a leak, and they would fucking hate that. 
Um, so they refer to something that happened in season three. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, you all know what happened, right? And I was like, no, I don't. But I don't. Spoiler alert, whatever. Like, I'm working here, so I guess it doesn't, like, <laughs> yeah. anyone who's working there, whether you watch the show or not, like, spoiler alert, this mm-hmm. um, is going on right now, or there's this happening. I'm trying to be extremely vague. Yeah. Because there's a particular scene that was shot that had to do with something from last season uh, that was shot, of course, 50 times. Um, so was it just one scene that you were in, or what was, I mean, why did it take so long? Why was it 14 hours? Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, so they, so this time around, fuck, okay. So I'm trying to figure out how to, like, what can I say and what can I? Okay. Um, but it was, whatever, I I won't give details. It was a concert scene. They were shooting different, okay, so last time I was there... They shot the same scene over and over and over and over again. Yes. So they shot the same scene when that guy, if anyone's familiar with Empire, when that dude was singing to, I don't, forgive me for not knowing the character's name. The actor is, uh, the actor is, uh, Jussie, Jussie something. Not Jesse, Jussie. Um, I can't remember what his last name is. You're looking for your phone, aren't you? Yeah, it's in my pocket right here. I feel like Barney Stinson right now. I'm still wearing the suit that you, I... You are looking classy, my friend. <laughs> this is a right? good look for you. I'm still wearing the suit. Right now, it is 11.36 p.m. Central Time. I've been in this suit since about 4.30 a.m. Oh, my God. Wow. Suit up. Suit up, man. Um, but so the first time I was on, they shot the same scene over and over. It was just one scene over and over and over and over yeah. and over, and they're changing the camera angles. So I was only there for about six or seven hours. This time around, they shot one, two, like they shot like four or five different scenes. Okay, which is why we were there for so long because the that multiplied by the amount of times that they were moving the cameras around. Yeah, and I don't even know how many takes they did for every camera, every setup. I don't. You just, like, lose track of time. Yeah. No, you do. You lose track of time after... Okay, so uh, I got there at 5.30. I started losing track of time uh, after about two to two and a half hours. Because you show up to this thing. You go in holding, right? Uh, You're there. This time, I was waiting in line. So last time I got... I had a 5.30 call time. I was there by about 5 a.m. Yeah. And right when I walked in, within a few minutes, I got my voucher, which is just your paperwork that you sign. Um, and then I went back to a table. And that was it. it. took a few minutes. And I was waiting for a long time. Yeah. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Which is about 85% of what you do. Um, other than standing and clapping and then pantomiming and pretending to clap. Mm. That's like the other 15% of that combination. The 85, you're just sitting around doing nothing. Um, anyway... Uh-huh. This time around, my call time was 5.45. I get there at 5.30. There's a crap ton of people there. So I get in line. I'm in line to do to get my paperwork uh, for at least about an hour and 15 minutes to an hour and a half. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, and so then you sit down, you do nothing, and you hang out, and you wait for them to move you down to the set. So by this time, I don't know what time it is, 8 a.m. I have no idea wow. because what happens is... You, they take your phone and you have to put it in a pouch that locks mm. because they can't have you with your phone on the yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless you're like the actor or crew because they're not idiots and they're not going to leak stuff. Yep. Like one person did today, which happened. Um, 
But yeah, because I, I was going to bring my watch so I can see what time it is. Yeah. Know, have some conception of what's going on outside of this warehouse that I'm in. Um, but yeah, after about two, an hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours, you start losing your conception of time so because you're... Was, was this at a studio? Like, was this... This at, is in a giant warehouse okay. in Chicago. Like a permanent filming location or like a temporary... This is a giant-ass empty warehouse that you can be made into whatever you want it to be made into. And did you get the impression they normally use that for filming? Yeah, because there's up. that area on the outside, it says something, something studio. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it so is it's studio. a giant warehouse, and then inside this one... Uh, and there's different stages. There's things marked as like stage three, stage four, stage five. And inside they have the, the different sets. Okay. Um, but anyway, back to like the time thing. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. You go down to the set, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. But then once you're on set, uh, last time and this time, the atmosphere is like a nightclub. Hmm. So it feels like nighttime and people are dressed up as if it's nighttime. Yeah. There aren't any windows, so you can't see the sun outside. Wow. And not, and not to mention that, but, uh, you do the same thing over and over and over and over and over for several hours. And yeah. then you do a new thing that becomes the same thing over and over and over and over and over for several hours. So your brain just kind of gets like twisted and contorted and you don't really know what's going on because every five seconds it's, you know, stand up, rolling, hear the bell, action, you see the thing, cut, do it again, bell rings. Sitting down. It's just so monotonous. Wow. Um, and it's just kind of like, whoa, what's going on? And then before you know it, it's like 1030. And then all of a sudden it's 1230. And then all of a sudden it's 330. And then all of a sudden it's 930 at night. Uh, they gave out prop phones. Yeah. The girl next to me had a prop phone. And so we could see what time it was. Because oh, they give okay. out prop phones so that when they're filming, they can see people were, like taking pictures and selfies and stupid shit like that. Yeah. Um, and her phone, she's looking through it like, I don't, I, I, mine doesn't have flash. I don't have a flash because they, they gave out the phones for the purpose of like, so you can see people taking pictures, oh, right? okay. Yeah. Um, and so we could see what time it was and it was so weird because by the time it was about four o'clock in the afternoon, I would see the phone. It says four twenty, four thirty, four forty, but my brain is thinking it's four, you know, 20, 30, 40 in the morning. Like, oh I know goodness. it's the afternoon, really? but my brain is, when I see that, I immediately think it's 4 in the morning. When I see it was 6.30, I immediately thought it was, like, 6.30 in the morning. It's weird, the stuff that, that just, it's just so weird. It's an experience. That's like a mindfuck right there. It is an absolute mindfuck. But it's a really cool mindfuck. Um, but it was cool. So when I got there, too, so last time when I was there, um... And Rick's is like, why the fuck are you going on your phone? I would assume there's a there's a reason, reason for it. Uh, nope, I don't want to speak into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so last time I was there, it was um, the people that were there were they were filming the scene, like I said, from the season finale of episode three when that guy is singing to the actor whose name is Jussie something he's in the alien movie i don't recall what his name is i'm looking it up right now with my phone to look small it small it um and then also i can't remember her name oh gaburi i don't know the actress that play, played precious 
Oh, okay. Um, they were there the first time I was yeah. there. Today? Holy cow, dude. Um, Terrence Howard was there. Taraji Henson, who plays his wife, Cookie, was there, too. Terrence Howard was standing, like, 15 feet in front of me. And then when it ended, or when we had a break, I was outside the set, sitting down with some people, and he walked right in front of me and passed me and, like, kind of looked at us. I almost wanted to say something, but I didn't because I, I didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. And I was telling my sister this when I came home today, which I was at home for about five minutes before coming straight here. Yeah. So, like, I was doing this for 14 hours, went home for about five minutes. And now uh, we're doing this. Yeah, we stopped at 7-Eleven, hung out with Omaze, and checked out his board with the motor on it um, and got some drinks. Um, but I told her, I was standing there, and I was like, this woman walks by me. And I was, because I saw her, I saw, she came into my vision directly in front of me because I was looking up elsewhere and then I, my head came back center when there was a little break. And so so I didn't see her coming towards me. I saw her right in front of me and then she was walking away from me, Mm. um, perpendicular to where I was facing. Okay. And I was like, I'm looking, I'm like, is that, was that, I I think, I don't, uh, I'm looking around to see if anybody else saw this and, uh. Marilyn, the woman next to me, was like, oh, that was Demi Moore. I was like, that, what, no, I, I, yeah, I thought that was her. I totally thought that was her. Thank you for confirming that. <laughs> Demi Moore had just walked by me. Wow. So that was pretty cool. That, um, yeah. And uh, I'm looking across the way, because I'm totally not afraid. You saw me the way I was with Omaze when we were at 7-Eleven, just like striking up a conversation with someone. Yep. I'm totally not afraid to just go up to one of those people and... Uh, just say like Engage. hello for like two seconds. Um, maybe that one time when Terrence walked through, that was, yeah, I don't know. But I was thinking in my head, I saw a woman across the way who was dressed differently than Demi, but it looked like Demi. So I was like, did Demi change clothes? Cause she's across the room from me, directly across the room. And this is a break that's going on. So yeah. like, I, no one's talking to, the, to her. Oh, Nobody is over there talking to her. So I can easily just walk across the room and say hello for mm-hmm. five seconds, and no one would think anything of it. But I couldn't. I was like, "Is that? I didn't. Is that Demi? I don't know. It looks a lot like her, but I can't tell because she's far away. And did she change clothes? Because she's wearing a different dress than she was when she walked in front of me. So for about fifteen or twenty minutes, I'm standing there just like debating on whether to go up. And then I notice my heart starts beating real fast. I start getting nervous. Like, huh. oh my gosh, I think that is her. I don't know. Um, and then like. Uh, the scene's about to take place. I'm like, well, I missed my chance. Way to fuck it up, Victor. But while it's happening, I'm still looking over like, is that her? I just, it it was just like mind-boggling. While the scene is going on and I'm supposed to be paying attention to what's happening on stage, I'm looking at what's happening on stage and then I'm looking across the way directly in front of me to see if that's her and I just can't put it together. And I ask, uh, I ask Marilyn, the, the girl next to me who I palled around with for the entire day, which was a lot of fun, um, I was like, is that to me? I can't tell. She's like, I don't know. And then later the scene's going on and the lights are flashing around. I'm like, hey, did you see if that was her with the lights? Fla- I I, I, I'm still trying to figure this out 45 minutes later. Um, but then somebody had said to me on the other side, he was like, hey, do you know Bruce Willis? I'm like, yeah, of course I know who Bruce Willis is. Oh, his daughter's sitting across the way because Bruce Willis and Demi Moore used to be married. I'm like, that's, ru- like, that's, rumor, Will- that's rumor right across the way? And they're like, yeah. So her that was her daughter. That's why I was so like, oh, I couldn't figure it out. I looked okay. just like her, but it wasn't her. And then when I saw them next to each other, it was obvious. Um, but 
it was just a fucking awesome day today because I was just exposed to this environment again. I was exposed to like these elite actors and I was just hanging out with a lot of really cool people the whole day and I was going out of my way to like strike up conversations with people and ask them their name and hang out and uh, it was just like fun. Marilyn hung out with her, Caitlin, uh, Ralph was super funny, he's from Lebanon. You would hang uh, out with somebody named Caitlin. Uh, no, <laughs> that just happened to be your name. Um, I think it was Linda. She worked as like she worked as a regular on the show, like as an empl- an employee of that empire. So like she, you see her in scenes when they're in the office or doing other stuff. Um, Lindsay, who had this thing that was okay. So get this. This is so damn funny. So imagine a Tommy gun, right? It was like a it was a prop, so it's like a gold Tommy gun. Okay, and then attached underneath it is a bottle of champagne. So it's like this Tommy gun that you can hold, oh, and then okay. you can kind of go like like lift it up and at an incline at an angle, and so you're pouring champagne. So when you're holding it like this, it's like this, right? Yeah, yeah. And then when you're pouring it, it goes like that. People can't see what I'm talking about, but I have this beer bottle next to me showing Rick's what it's like. <laughs> and I ask. I asked the girl, I asked Marilyn next to me who, uh, uh, okay, so get this, first of all. Uh, I asked her, like, what she does because she, she made a reference to guns or something like that. She's probably listening right now because I, I plugged the podcast on her uh, and I, sub- I hit her, I hit subscribe on her phone. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll listen to it later. So <laughs> shout out to Marilyn. Uh, she has this company called Nickel and Lace where she, um, she like design. I can't. Sorry, Marilyn, if I'm fucking this up, but it was like she helps women with like conceal carry, okay, type stuff, and she designs um, yeah, shit I've for you to. Those, okay, uh, so you know yeah, what I'm talking. I, I know about. exactly what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. cool. Because she did a great job explaining, and I did a terrible job retaining what she told me. Um, but I know exactly what I'm thinking. I just can't put it into words. But she's she's like oh no that's not a that's not a machine gun that's a that looks like a Kalashnikov and of course she refers to it as a oh no I think she she called it AK forty seven I thought to myself eh, I think it's a just a machine your standard machine gun I don't know what you would call it it's, I think it's the Thompson is what it's called mm-hmm. hence Tommy gun um, and so for the, for the longest time we're trying to figure out what type of gun it is because she knows so much about all that crap yeah I was like how course. much how many weapons how many firearms do you have too many to count. Yeah. Uh, how old were you when you shot your or got your first gun? I don't know. I can't remember what she said. She's like, oh, I shot my first gun when I was like, I don't know, six or seven, five. I don't know. Is she originally from Chicago? No, she's from like, uh, I think she said Louisiana, Texas is where she grew up. Oh, okay. Um, and she's telling me all these different rounds. I don't remember. 545, 223, 22. I feel like I played all this stuff. Video games. And I'm sitting I, here just I like, I do not know anything about what you're telling me. Um, you're a pretty boy from the but burbs of I, Chicago. Yeah, I'm like, like I don't think you, you understand. Don't People are. don't have guns here, but no. I did tell her how when I was in, living in Indiana with my buddy Micah, we were off shooting guns one time, and he has a shotgun, and he told me, uh, yeah, Victor, I got this for my birthday, and I told her this, and uh, I asked him, what birthday? And he says to me, oh, I got it for my eighth birthday. <laughs> Indiana. 
Good old Westfield, Indiana. Indiana. We proceeded to just drink beer and shoot guns into a crop field. Sounds about right. Uh, it's a cultural thing. But yeah, I've been just flapping my gums. What questions do you have for me, or what else do you want to know? Because Man. I can go on forever. About so, this. well, I want to know what what's next. Like, do you just keep do you keep doing these extra gigs, and then like hopefully yeah. work up, make some connections, so, or officially so go through this a is process? this is my current this is my current situation. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, I have a resume, most of which consists of my training at Second City. I have a couple uh, I put on there being an extra for Empire back in March. I put on there doing the web series that I showed you just a little bit ago for um, a show called Southland Bounty Bounty Hunters. Um, You can YouTube the channel Patty Mayo. It's on there. Um, I So actually, when I was there signing in, the girl... think her name was alicia i don't know she was like hey are you busy on tomorrow i'm like no but i i have work but i said no because i'm making this my priority yeah she's like great uh i'm gonna uh cast you to be an extra for uh widows tomorrow I'm like okay i have no idea what the hell that is but okay it's another gig uh she's like so respond to the email at lunch the confirmation email I'm like, okay cool um so yeah, right now looking to get just gigs as an extra. Just so you have something tomorrow then too. I have one tomorrow. Wow! Uh, for another thing that just happened today. Damn. So what happens is this. So my thing right now is I'm, I've gotten some work as an extra. So I'm able to. So on the resume that looks like okay, this person knows his um, place in the hierarchy yep. as an extra, which means you're at the very fucking bottom yep. as an extra. Uh, you know to work your way around a set. You know when to talk. You when to know when to not talk. Which, when they tell you to not talk, everyone's still talking. And the guy today was like, guys, just to let you know, uh, believe it or not, I do not get a bonus every time I have to tell you guys to stop talking. Because it's just this natural thing. Like, you stop talking, but people are whispering, and other people are whispering, it just kind of builds up. Um, But yeah, I've been getting some work as an extra, and it just kind of exposes you to the environment from kind of a grassroots level. Hmm. I'm on Backstage.com, which is a website that you pay for um, so that you – I have a profile. So I have uh, about 12 different photos of me on there. I have my resume on there. Uh, you could put a reel on hmm. there, which is like a minute long of different things that you've done. Um, and there's postings for production companies looking for people to do stuff. So I submitted myself for some work here in the Chicagoland area. That's how I actually got on Southland Bounty Hunters was I replied to that and they contacted me back. Okay, yeah, we'd love to have you on. Um, And so eventually from there you want to try and get from extra work because it's non-speaking work. You're just standing there and maybe you get on camera maybe you don't. And then from there you want to try and get, you know, a speaking role or something like that. That's like, well, is that a special hierarchy of you're an extra with a speaking role? That's like it's category... To itself, or how how does that work? Do so, for example, cool? on my resume, it would just uh, right now I have is extra experience, Empire, Club Patron, Twentieth uh, Century Fox Productions. You know, it's just extra. Okay, yeah. There's nothing special. Um, you typically have a title if you have if you say one line mm. or two. 
or or somehow interact like bag with lady you. or something like that. Exactly, that's exactly okay. it. Bag lady or barista or you yeah. know prostitute number one or something weird like that. I, I hope you become prostitute number um, one. That would be I awesome. Don't. Or something like that. But yeah, you hope to get speaking roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you kind of have a little bit of stuff going on, or even if you don't have anything going on, but you have a monologue and you can get an agent, then you want an agent because then they find the work on your behalf. So you don't have to be, right now I'm looking for my own work. Yeah. Um, with an agent, they find the work for you. Uh, At what level would you I'd actually be I, an agent? So I would, I think I'm going to try and do that between now and, uh, and January. Really? Get yeah. an agent? Yeah. Wow. Good for you. Okay, let's, we should stay on each other about getting an agent, because I gotta oh, get, yeah, get an agent for my book. book. Yeah. Because that's the only way to publish. Um, yeah, what other questions you have? I just want to, I just want to make sure I don't start just talking and talking and talking, that there's some question and answer structure. I thought that was a pretty comprehensive exploration I'm I'm more interested though. I have so many questions about this Southland bounty hunter thing. Okay, we just watched that video before we started recording, and it's what's the YouTube channel? Patty Mayo, P A T T Y M A Y O, and uh, he's got something like uh, over eight hundred thousand. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, over eight hundred thousand. And so you were a part of this video that already has over 115,000 Yeah, views, something and it was like posted, that. posted, what, a couple of days ago? This was just posted. Actually, no, because I thought, cause, so there's a website, southlandbountyhunters.com. Yeah. That's their website, which I think they just use that to post. I don't. I can't tell if it's a website that they just don't use anymore, or maybe they only put the best episodes on there. Okay. Uh, because this I found on the YouTube channel. I just randomly searched it, and this was about two weeks ago, a week and a half ago that I was in California. So I'm guessing they had that thing. I mean, we shot that on a Friday night. They probably had that thing up on YouTube by Sunday. I'm guessing that Sunday. Okay. Um, so it's been a couple of weeks then. It's it's been been almost two weeks, two weeks with a hundred. Yeah. So if you, if you, you can, you can YouTube Southland bounty hunters, like Southland, one word, Southland bounty hunters, and it'll come up. And the channel is Patty Mayo, P-A-T-T-Y space M-A-Y-O, 850,000 subscribers. That is just You're fucking kidding me. Insane. Wow. And we at one point had 400. Um, but if you look, <laughs> if you, if you look, um, if, when you, when it pulls up on your phone or on your computer, you scroll down, it's in chronological order, it's about, see, he posted a video 11 hours ago, one day ago, two days ago, three days ago, four days ago, five days ago, six days ago, one week ago, one week ago. Yeah. So, so mine they do, is they post mine is on the near the bottom now because about a week and a half ago. But you can see me with my hair down, getting out of the car, and the video. The con- okay, so let's talk about the video. The- is called "Fugitive on the Run, Caught 2,000 Miles Away." Uh, if anyone wants to see this video of me, and the concept of the show is these guys. Are going around fake catching. People. It's like Dog the Bounty Hunter, but on YouTube and somebody else doing it. And yeah. So yeah. tell me, tell me about the process of of like what this whole concept into how to. I mean, you said you responded to an email and then ended up going out to California, and it's like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. So I was on backstage and I it said, uh, 
submission for um, cop style reality show. So I just click submit because I already had a profile and um, I got a message like the next day saying, hey, would you like to? And I put on there, this is in the L.A. area. I put on there, I said, can be L.A. local, which means I will pay for my own transportation. You don't have to worry about housing me because um, it didn't pay a lot of money, but I did it just because it was an opportunity. Yeah. Um, and they messaged me like, hey, yeah, we'll use you. And so I call us, and I called uh, Kayla, and she explained a little bit more to me, and we set up a day for me to go out there. And so I went out there the day before, hung out, and then had my shoot the following day at night. Following night, I guess. Okay. And did you contact were in contact with them at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know it was going to happen? Yeah, I mean, yeah, what? Because she explained to me what it was, and she, she explained to me what it was, and then she's like, the easiest way for you to understand this is, like, just go on our website and watch some videos. And so I did that, and it was like, oh, okay, this is super easy. Get it. I get I get it. Okay, cool. Yeah. And it was pretty simple. Uh, but that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. And it was all done in one take, pretty much? Oh, yeah. The whole thing's improvised. Uh, the whole It's all done in one take. So that's what you were talking about when you were saying it was an improvised sketch or something like that. Yeah, none so of like, that was wow. planned. Yeah, yeah All yeah, of that. So yeah. the video that you yeah, saw, it's just it show up this, be at this location at this time. Okay, boom, there. And then the whole thing is just done on the fly. So, okay. So did you know you were going to be a fugitive? Yes. I knew. Uh, okay. Yeah, they explained to me, we are searching for you because of this reason. Uh, you can... You can scream and swear and try and run away. You have free rant. She's explaining all this to me, and she's like, watch some videos, and you'll understand what it is. Yeah. So that's what I did. Wow. Damn. Yeah. So, that so was you had your, your your own segment to yourself of, like, 18 minutes. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a solid-length video. My only thing that I wanted, wish I would have done differently was was been a little bit more outgoing. Make a little like cause belligerent? a cause a little bit more yes cause a little bit more of a ruckus be a little <laughs> bit more belligerent you were very you were, were very restrained it seemed it seemed to be but I will say this going passive. into it my plan was to just run away mm-hmm. but they told me at the end when they were dropping me off um, yeah you were the final shoot for the day and bounty hunter D and I were tired of running which is why we chose to just come up at you like real hard just straight up and get you out of the car and in handcuffs as quickly as possible because we we didn't want to chase you if that was, if that was what you were going to do <laughs> that is I was so like, that's funny. exactly what i was going to do <laughs> and we had a good laugh about that i loved when at the at the very end you were just pounding your head against the yeah, window I'm smashing because, my head against the window because it was too hot in the car i i was so sweaty I, that whole time, I was like, having my hair down was a big mistake. Well, and that was what was so funny is that they're they're treating you like dirt, and then you, you're like, it's hot in here, and then he yeah. actually turns on the air conditioner. <laughs> we're just cool. trying to make you comfortable, yeah, man. Yeah, because uh, I'm sure he saw how sweaty you were. He's like, I, oh I damn, could, yeah, this I dude could. is probably suffering right well, now. Well, I was telling you too, when I got in the car, they had my shoes off. When I got oh, in the yeah. car, I was trying to figure out how to get out. So while they're looking through my shit, I my hands are behind my back. I'm pulling on the handle to try and get out of the car but i can't but the thing is too that's that car they have it's a prop car it's not yeah. a real so the back seat is just like plastic it's not like padded yeah you're and i'm sure. also when i'm in the car i'm sitting a few inches lower than you normally would in a car that has padded seats okay okay um because i thought to myself i wonder if i can stick my legs out the window and shimmy my way out but i couldn't because i was sitting too low 
Oh, do you man. see what I'm getting at? Yeah, I was going to do that, that and try and run away. Awesome. Yeah. And then I just pounded my head against the window because, like, May was, well, just go out with a bang. So I'm just smashing my head against that the window. Because I didn't really have, right away, they, you saw me, they put me up against the car and put me in handcuffs oh, it right was, away. it was fast. And yeah. I didn't want to swear because I just thought it would be stupid. So I just, you saw my, if you knew me, if you know me, you, you saw my sense of style kind of with the smart-ass remarks, and then in the very beginning when they're like, spread your legs, and I spread them and then bring them right back, <laughs> you know, like a little yeah. kid or something, yeah. testing an adult's uh, patience yeah, or something like that. But that was cool. It, it, it Like, things are coming together. Going back to Empire and how I'm so like, just psyched about today was because, it, to sum it all up, it just reaffirmed everything that I'm doing. Yeah. And it just feels so good. Like, it will happen. I will make a career out of being on a TV or movie or, like, going this path that I've embarked on. Because back in... You remember back in October, uh, Neil and you were just like, dude, just take classes at Second City. I don't know why that never clicked in my head seven years ago after graduating from college. Yeah. But I took classes in October. took a class in October, acting one. Just fell in love with it. I was like can't wait to be a part of this second city community and then um come january I, I signed up i did improv and acting again i'm getting to know people and it's like been amazing and then come march is when i and i'm starting to learn about like oh you can go to these websites to be a part of this casting agency and they'll send you information if if they could use you mm-hmm. and by march i was an extra on empire and that was a really cool experience continuing doing improv and acting um, and I went on a, it wasn't necessarily a, uh, audition as it was an interview. Um, cause there's, uh, one agency, they just use regular people and they just kind of interview on camera. Mm. But like, oh, I went to that. I didn't get it, but it was cool. I went to, I went to this, I went to, I think it was Simon Casting, downtown Chicago, uh, West Loop. I think that's where they are. I went to this room and there was a camera in front of me and this woman was asking me questions. And there's an intern watching me on the monitor. Like, this, huh. is a, this is a cool experience. This is a win for me, just being in a room with a camera, being asked questions, not necessarily auditioning. But this is really cool. The experience itself. Yeah, the experience like, of just going this to this. This is what happens. Yeah. This is something that, exactly. you know, you have to experience yes. firsthand. And yes. the fact that you went in with really no expectations other than, than to appreciate the experience yes. just makes it all it the more magical. fucking awesome. Because you can't be disappointed if you no. go in with no expectations and just... Love the experience. Yeah, for if this. you get, uh, if you can't handle rejection, uh, this is not the industry to go into because mm, mm-hmm. um, that's what it is at every nine times out of ten. Um, but I think it's also your perception on how you how you view things. Yeah. Um, but I've also had these little wins, which I take away from. Shout out Lauren Welke. Um, she was my instructor for. Uh, I think it was auditioning on camera or on camera auditioning that I took at Second City. And she was like, every audition that you go to, like, find your win. Mm. Find something like, I was there, I wasn't nervous. Or, I killed it. Or, I didn't get the audition, but I made them laugh. Or, I talked to... I talked to three strangers that I normally would have talked to, but I talked to them to step outside my comfort zone. Find something that can be your win. Yeah. Um... And I've auditioned for, like, the writing and coached ensemble at Second City, and I didn't get those. But after completing levels one through four in acting, or while I was about to complete level four acting, 
I auditioned for the acting lab and performed a monologue. And my win for that was, like, I did my monologue for an audition outside of my class that I practiced it for back in acting one. Yeah. And I felt pretty good about it. And um, I fucking got it. I was like, yes, yes, yes. And then, like, two days later, I had my audition for the improv conservatory because I, compl- I, was, I was on the cusp of completing the levels A through E. And so I auditioned for the conservatory program, which um, at the end of it, you put on a show. You write a show, you put it on, and it's one step closer to, you know, doing whatever you want to do for a career. Um, and I auditioned, and after the audition, I was like, I'm not getting this. It's not happening. Yeah. It caught me off guard. It was only 10 minutes long. We only did two two-person scenes. I didn't really feel like I had a chance to kind of warm up and kind of show them what I got. Uh, I got that. I was like, fuck. I got acting lab and the conservatory. I, well, I this is a pretty big fucking that. deal. Yeah. Like, this is a big deal. That it was just, you know. Which is, I have to say, I mean, I, I, I am just so thrilled about all of these opportunities that you have coming up. Yeah. But you are not a good actor in the sense that you are just too genuine. Like, as as I've known you as a person, you're just a very genuine and earnest person. Oh, you mean so like faking shit? Like, yeah, exactly. You're not you're not somebody who's who's able to really hide their feelings oh, too I well. Oh, I And yeah. you're just a very genuine, earnest person, which is why you're able to have these random conversations with people. You're very, like, natural. Yeah. And to think of you in that acting role is like, wow, this is so cool. Because even watching you on that YouTube thing, I'm like, whoa. Those acting classes are really molding you into some someone who you're still you're still a genuine person, but you know how you know how to like work it now. Yeah, in a way that's like this is so cool to see. It's yeah. like a transformation. It's happening really my really eyes. interesting because like that's not the Victor that I know, but it's like that's still the Victor that I know. It's so crazy to be because what you have to do is you have to. So when you have adopt a character. You have to know everything about that character. You have to know more about that character than the character knows about themselves. And yeah. then you have to forget about it. Yeah. Because that, then that you, makes sense. you have to know all of that to become the character. And then all of that goes out the window so that in those moments you are the character. Yes. It's, and then it's not you, a list of stats and then or you facts. come back and then you embody you, that. Yes, exactly. Those stats and facts. But yeah, it's been super cool. It's been uh, pretty awesome. And the more you kind of dabble, the more you... Hmm. So, for example, like right now, I'm doing a... I have a scene with my scene partner for the acting class, acting lab. And, which, by the way, I do want to say, I feel... This is how devoted I am to this craft. And how fucking amazing I feel having, like, walking walking this path, finally, after... Mm. 12 years that had sparked my interest in high school when I was when we were 17 and uh, Mr. Fox's um, intro to theater class because at Glenbard West you had to either to graduate you had to pick either speech class or intro to theater hmm I think I'll pick intro to theater speech sounds pretty fucking boring you know Um, and I I loved it and then college happened and I, I took an acting course in college and it was fun and then what happened was I sat on my ass and I didn't do anything. I just, I wanted to be an actor. And I told myself I want to be an actor. And I said that and I thought that and I put that out into the universe. And the universe said back to me, yes, you do want. 
you are in a state of want, not in a state of doing or mm-hmm. becoming. And now you're, I'm actually walking this path, taking action, doing this. And it's like, wow, this feels so right. So amazing. Um, but yeah, I just had a fucking awesome day today. I keep swearing. I feel weird about that. I try not to swear all the time on the podcast, but it only, I, it just comes out because I feel like just dropping F-bombs left and right is how people can truly understand how excited I was for today in relation to what it what it projects for the future. Yeah. So. I understand that. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. That is so pretty awesome. awesome here. That, that, that is a ray of hope in the world. Dude, it was so. Dude, it was just so awesome. It was just like. I mean, the fact too that even even despite the fact that you had said, that, oh, it was kind of a mind fuck, just not knowing what time it was, you know, having to do the same thing over and over again, and to still have that like core passion, it's like wow, you know, it take, it, it takes yes. a certain kind of person to be able so, to like understand the costs and to not see them as costs, but rather yes. just part of the experience yeah so today i'm sitting there and uh this is probably our number i don't know 12 11 i don't know and i'm sitting next to my uh my pal marilyn uh who i was palling around with the entire day and i asked her i said hey do you think if you are the do you think do you think that if you are the lead character in a show that you could do this every day, like just the hours and all this stuff. And she's like, Oh yeah, for sure. And then she's like, if I could like retreat into my trailer, like they do in between sets and when they're moving shit around for sure. Yeah. But, um, as an extra, you are, you know, you are the grunt Mm -hmm. of the entire thing. So, when the principal actors, when they're moving the cameras around, the principal actors go off and they go do something. I don't know. I don't know what they do. I haven't been in that position. They're not sitting around. You know, they're not. I mean, maybe they are, but they're in comfort. Yes. You know what I'm saying? As an extra, you are truly just stretched out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I had a blast every moment. Like, I was not bitching about anything. There are people that are bitching about stuff. I'm like, what are you bitching about? Like, Yeah, I know. Like, what I are you know. bitching about right now? Like, it sucks. You, ch- you are choosing to be here. Like, like we are tired. Yeah. Uh, well, for, there's one girl was bitching because at the... Okay, so first of all, uh, the name the name drops. Uh, Terrence Howard, obviously. Taraji Henson. Um Demi Moore made an appearance, wasn't on camera. Her daughter, Rumor. Funkmaster Flex. I don't expect you to know who this is. Uh, famous hip-hop DJ. No. I'm pretty sure he's on, I think it's WGCI 107.5 or 105. 107.5. Um, he was, oh, fuck. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Whatever. We're just starting out. It's not like we have 100,000 listeners or anything. Anyway, uh Somebody who is not an actor was making an appearance, and this girl was like, this girl was like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I love this. So keep going. Um, Like I said, someone who's not an actor who made an appearance on the show um, was doing the lines, but he was reading from from a paper. He was reading and looking up, reading and looking up, and this girl was like, Seriously, 
like how e- like it's not that difficult. It's pretty fucking easy to do. Like why can't they get someone to ball? She's just bitching and bitching and bitching. This is at the very end of the day, <clears throat> the last scene. Yeah. It's like what? Why are you bitching? Like cut him some slack. Like yeah. they probably asked him to be on the show. Or maybe he offered to be on the show because it's a hip-hop oriented show. And I don't know, he's uh, only one of the most famous hip-hop DJs in the whole fucking country. And you're shitting on him because he's stepping out of his comfort zone and doing something that he doesn't have years of experience doing. Hmm. Bitch, spin a turntable. Let's see you do that. (laughs) But what you see is everyone get, people are starting to get on each other's like nerves. Hmm. Well, we're spending 16 hours together, yeah. Well, and just, like, you're tired and you want to go home and yeah. stuff. And um, she was... Uh, she, I, I heard her say this, and I'm just, I didn't say anything. We're just like, come on. Like, yeah. You're clear... Like, whatever. But then when you're up... When we're upstairs uh, trying to leave, too, like, everyone wants to leave. Everybody wants to leave, obviously, right? Yep. And um, I'm in line, and... You know how it is in crowds. It doesn't work. Everyone doesn't just single mechanically go into their place in the order of which they arrived. Everyone's just trying to squeeze in and get in there. So you have people, like, squeezing in and cutting the line, essentially, um, or blending in. And this girl called out this uh, called out this other girl, and she's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I was just standing here. Like, I've been next to him the whole time. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, whatever. Like, you just say what you want to say. Blah blah. Like, getting into this argument, I'm just standing there. Like, is this really happening? Like, yeah. the one girl was making a big deal out of something that didn't need to ma- be made a big deal. Like, people cut me. I was in line, and some people cut me. Whatever. Normally, you're the cutter. <laughs> Normally I'm the cutter. When you're driving, anyway. Normally I'm the cutter. Sometimes, I just try to get shit done. <laughs> um, no, I know, but at, at that point in time, it's like why, why, why utilize any extra energy yes. at this at this time of night? You should be expended. Stop yeah. using energy to fight a losing battle. Kind of. Attitude. And then this one guy was reaching into his backpack, and this other guy was like, after reaching the back, the guy was like, "Hey, is that your bag?" He's like, I was reaching in it, wasn't I? It's like, okay, cool. It's like, what? You think I'm stealing? Is that what you're accusing me of? I'm like, no. It's like, is that your? Well, I was reaching in it, wasn't it? He's like, okay, I'm so, like, sorry. I was just saying, I was just asking, confirming that that was your bag because you might want to move it because people are walking by, walking by, and I just don't want someone to, like trip over it or like kick it over or something. He's like, yeah, well, the guy got super defensive because he was reaching in his bag and someone else said, hey, is that your bag? And he was all like freaked out. Because he felt like he was being accused of stealing or something. I don't know what the deal was. Like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. This guy was just... He knew... He knows that's your bag. And he was just saying, hey, is that your bag? As, as, a, way, a, as a way to address opening. you. Yeah. And just wanting to let you know, hey, you might want to move it. Because people are walking around... People are being careless. And he doesn't want your bag to get kicked out. To get kicked or stepped on. Or shit to fall out. And it became like a little bit of like a... Was the tension noticeably higher uh, when everyone was trying to leave? Oh, absolutely. You could like, but it feel was, the tension. But, the I mean, uh, like, from my experience when I was in there, 95% of people were cool. Like, just waiting patiently. And there's okay. a few little okay. just a few little things here and there. So you people. could sense the energy yeah. spheres like, of, whatever. like, you know, negative, negative yeah. forces. It was just like, whatever. That's so funny. But you know me. I'm, like, almost... 
as I sometimes say, like, you're too smart for your own good. I'm too relaxed for my own good. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it just didn't bother me. Um, no, I think that's that's a positive thing. And that that is a survival characteristic when it comes to this sort of industry, as I understand it. I mean, you've got to have that patience that just you let it roll off without it. And, and I think that's a character trait that yes. you have to have, really. I mean, you have to have that type of personality that's able to just let it roll well, off. Well, uh, on a recent Nerdist podcast, which, by the way, this is episode 12, and I'm pretty sure that we have mentioned the Nerdist and Chris Hardwick on every episode. I'm pretty sure that's the case, yeah. Um, so I'm listening to the Nerdist, and I can't remember who the guest was, um, but they were saying how surprised, like, when, as they started to make their ranks up the industry, they were just like, I just can't believe how nice everybody is. Like, everyone's just so nice all the time, and just really awesome people to be around, and they came to the, and they were talking like, well, yeah, in this industry, when you're spending, when you're spending 8 to 12 to 16 hours a day with people, no one wants to hang out with an asshole. So, like, yeah, everyone's super, super, everyone's super, super nice because mm-hmm. the super, super nice people get filtered through up the mm-hmm. ladder because those are the people that you want to spend your day with when you're there for, you know, 12 or 16 hours. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was cool. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to touch on. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sure I can talk about this for several episodes until I get everything out there. Um, but when I was leaving, I mean, I called you up right away. Or I texted you first yeah, yeah. before I left. I was like, dude, we got to do an episode about this now. Um, or <laughs> we have to do an episode about my experience doing this. And then when I was leaving, I called you. Even though, oh, and by the way, I slept for two hours before waking up this morning. I woke up at 4 a.m. I fell asleep around 2, maybe 2.15, 2.30. Oh, my God, dude. Because I'm at work, right? I get home from work late at night. Wow. I made some dinner. And I thought of you because uh, yesterday... See, I don't even know what's going on. Yesterday, I didn't know if I wanted to run or go to the gym. Mm. So I'm going to run because I'm going to run, I'm going to go to work, and I'm going to fall asleep real easily because I have to wake up early today. Yeah. So I ran six miles around Glenbard West. Nice. Wow. I came back. It was a nice, cool day and a cool, crisp afternoon. And I come back from work and I eat some food and I'm like ready to go to bed. And then I remember I had to respond to an email or a message I got on backstage about this other project that's happening in Westmont, which would be like, fucking cool. I live in Glen Ellen. That was me typing on the keyboard. Um, and so, uh, what is that? No, sorry. It's not an episode of, are we having our, our, no, our regular exactly technical issue? What is going on right now? This it is, is not is an madness. episode of stream of thought without some technical shit happening. What happened was this. Okay, so did you see the bars? The recording, right? Yeah. Did you see the bar above it? It's now gray. Yeah. Okay, so that was our uh, outro. Oh, that I forgot was to. Del- that. I thought I deleted it. I ah, forgot. I but you see. see, it wasn't muted. So the sound you were hearing was coming through the headphones that are plugged in right now. It's just so weird to see everything sort of jerky. Yeah, I know exactly what's going on. Okay. But... 
<laughs> it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a, be a thought, thought episode, episode. Without something going on with the computer. <laughs> Technical audio issues. Which is why periodically point. I don't know. I was shocked because I was gonna say something. And then I'm like, I don't want to jinx it. I don't know if you noticed, but matter. I've been looking back at the computer yes. more than I normally do to see if there's a message, but you can see it perfectly yeah, clear. Yeah, I, I, I've been checking every once in a while, but man, yeah. I thought that we would have survived this episode. We were so close. It's all right. It's cool. That's like our signature. It's, you know? <laughs> it's like, where, it's like the yeah, where, where yeah. is Waldo yes, podcast. exactly. Where, where is, is Waldo? Where's, where's the, the fuck up? Where's the fuck Did up? Did you Bentley? notice the last episode? I think near the end, I don't know what happened because we didn't do anything. We didn't touch anything. Uh, you're saying something, and then there's like a crackling sound. Did you listen to the, to our last episode? I didn't hear the uh, very end of it. Um, okay, there's like I, I a like crackling sound out. only for like a second or something like that. But of course, that I'm sure came after another uh, observation of the tracking on the laptop. Oh my goodness, that's so weird. Stuff just keeps happening. Uh, what was I just talking about before we got distracted with that? <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? I don't know. Oh, oh, uh, about how everyone's not an asshole. Um, yeah, that, pe- that people like... I was, um, when I was walking back up, because, uh, dude, it was just so awesome. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I'm the one person that had the most fun, and on set today, yeah, absolutely hands down, I had the most fun, and I do want to um, recognize, again... Marilyn, she was super fun. She was with me the entire time. We were making jokes, having fun. She was telling me about guns and all sorts of stuff. And it was just, like, great meeting. It was just great meeting people. Yeah. Um, I think it was because I felt a little more accustomed to the routine of things. And so I spent more time, like, going out of my way to talk to people. Because if you just strike up any... You just say whatever. People are apt to just have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my... Actually, now that I think about it, one, two, three... Most of them was with, like, girls. Uh, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm very shocked. You're not. No. Um, That's totally sorry. But it was... It was I, I mean, I talked to other people, too. Girls. Not yeah, just right. girls, other uh-huh. guys. But it's uh-huh. cool, because everyone's just, like... Everyone... I My main question that I'd ask people, like... Do you just do this for some money on the side? Are you, do you aspire to be an actor? Because I want to know. That's like an easy end to a conversation. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, just like learning about people, meeting people, hanging out, making jokes, and everyone's always... It, it's funny because after you're so many hours, there's a comp, common denominator amongst everybody, even if you've never talked to a person before. It's, it's like you're standing there, you're sitting there, and you're like, all right, so how many... T- how many times do you think they're going to fuck this up until they, we get it right? Because, you know, uh, we would uh, do a scene over and over, and they'd cut the scene. Uh, most of the time, it would, they cut it because they just want to start over and do a new angle or whatever. Sometimes it'd be like, oh, wait, we forgot the light, or wait, this person said the line wrong, or wait, this happened, this happened, this happened. Um, so a lot of time we're waiting there because of something that they need to fix or whatever. Hmm. Um like, for example, they would say, like, everybody stand up, background, stand up, background. Very quickly thereafter, we realize you don't stand up until you hear the words, uh, like, rolling, rolling, which means they get their, the film's rolling, yeah. and then you hear, like, a bell, mm-hmm. and, like, uh, action, and then by the end of the night, once you hear action, everyone that was in my area would stand up, because, like, 
you they'd be like stand up you'd stand up and several minutes would pass before anything would happen so you just sit back down mm. and then you stand up rolling uh hey Terrence, blah 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 blah. Okay, do you want me to do it like this or uh, and then there's just like more coordination going on. It's like fuck, I'm gonna sit back down mm. because just you're standing as an extra standing, sitting, standing, sitting. I got to stand and sit because I was in a section like a the VIP quote unquote section of the club because yeah. I'm just wearing this bomb ass suit. Damn right. Um, and we kept saying to everyone in my area to each other like, damn, we really lucked out like because we would stand up and then when the scene would stop, we would sit down along the plush couches. People in the pit were just standing the whole time. Oh my Fuck god, that dude! Wow. wow, I was exhausted. So was this city. suit your choice going in? Yeah, were yeah, they, yeah. Were they, like, so wear whatever. Or no, wear no, something no. Nice, so some or? people. No, no. So okay. So uh, they told me, or they send, the, they say in the email, you know, hey, uh, you're going to be going as um, in this one, uh, party attendee, dress okay. for a cocktail party. Okay. Uh, so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. So I, I, I Google New York City cocktail attire, which is pretty much this. Yep. It, it's yep. pretty much. Yep. It's pretty much a suit. Um, it's a suit. You're wearing a suit. Yep. Uh, that is such a good club look, man. It is right, especially without the tie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, it's um, that's classic. But yeah, they say wear, bring three outfits. Wear your primary choice. Mm. Which I'm like, well, th- this is the only choice because I brought uh, two other pants, but the- I don't have a jacket for those pants. So if you want me to wear those pants, I can't wear the jacket. And if I can't wear the jacket, you got nothing. I brought some ties just in case. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to, I, but I didn't wear them. Um, so this is my own outfit. Uh, the suit, the shirt, and everything. Um, other people, though, get fitted they're given a specific outfit. For example, the security guards. Yep. Okay. Um, the security guards got fitted because they have to wear everything black. Black yeah. black jacket, pants, shirt, tie, everything black. Mm. So they have a specific look. Uh, the cocktail waitresses, I think, have the same dress. Mm-hmm. Um, Marilyn, who, again, for the fifth time or whatever, the girl who I palled around with next to me... She wore an outfit that belonged to uh, the props department. Um, she, I think she said she had her own outfit. She got fitted last week. Mm. And they're like, okay, well, you're fitted, but uh, we might have you wear your own outfit or we might have you wear this outfit. I don't know how or why they choose people to do that. Um, so some people have outfits that are given to them. Most everybody, though, has their own okay. outfit. Man. Well, I'm just thinking, too, it's so interesting when you have those social experiments of getting people together who are, are pretty diverse personality-wise and putting them in a situation where sort of, you know, I mean, it's it's not the best situation. It's not a situation that you would necessarily put your, choose to put yourself in, which right. would be like standing up, sitting down over and over again, doing the same thing. Yeah. But you all are experiencing the same thing, and that creates yes. this sort of communal yes. bond that whether or not you... You get along with people, per, like you all share that common experience yeah. of suffering through those. And, and it's cool hours. because we were, um, so we're sitting along the. So imagine there's a stage, and then down the middle is the pit, mm-hmm. and then on each side there's the quote unquote VIP section that along the 
along the railing, there's little tables, and then along the wall, you have a plush uh, couch with some tables. I was along the couch with the tables, along with maybe 20 other people. And I had, like, uh, I had probably, like, eight to ten people in my vicinity that we were talking to each other all the time. And then, but then the people that were in front of us that were standing, like, we'd be like, hey, you trying to sit? And they'd be like, yes, I'm dying. So we would get up and let them sit down wow. for a, so we would trade off okay you know yeah um but we would joke around when we'd go back when we'd leave the set or whatever we'd be like we got to get our seat back we got to get but all the time once you get your your area that you're in they want you to stay in that area for continuity yep. reasons i was walking into the pit and i see people they're like board members over here this over here blah blah, blah. i'm like and i thought to myself like man it'd be awesome if i can go up there because I got a pretty money spot last time I worked on Empire, and um, and when I'm walking up, because they're kind of directing traffic, like you go over there, you go over there, you go over there, you know, oh over here, over here, over here, okay, yeah. up, up, over, over, over. Only a few people are going in the spots with the quote unquote VIP section. On. Yeah. Most of the people are in the pit. Um, but he saw how I was dressed, and I was like, no, you go up to the VIP area so it's like fuck yes because i knew that means that's where the couch is mm-hmm. um so i go up there and that's how i ended up with that spot so that was pretty nice that's nice so did other people not dress for cocktail were they just dressed like bums or something no no no. so my email said uh party attendee mm-hmm. yada 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 cocktail party okay uh other people like oh i'm dressed as a quote unquote concert goer dress however the hell you want i guess okay other people a select group of people are for like um your security guard you are uh one actually was hot celeb lookalikes so good looking women yeah another one was like uh djs and rappers so people they could dress I mean, there was a whole slew of style. It was not one style. That's so interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a whole... Yeah, it was a bunch. Man. So you got your thing tomorrow, and wow, could this just snowball? Thank goodness. Which, by the way, tomorrow, thank goodness it is not a 5.30 a.m. call time. What time's the call time? 11 a.m. Oh, wow. Wow. That's so much better. Holy cow. Thank you for that. But could this just snowball then? You know, um, you, go, you go tomorrow, it's like, oh, well, you should come back for another thing. Or is it, does it normally not No, like probably not. Yes and no. I mean, for example, um... I mean, how random was it for them to to just pull you out and be like, are you available tomorrow? Was that just totally out of the blue, or was that... I mean, I... Did they search you out, or no, what? Like, what I, was the... when that happened, I was going up to do my paperwork, and she just... I think the guy I was with, I think the guy in front of me nudged the girl next to him and was like, "Do you would you want him for tomorrow or whatever? I don't know. I don't oh, know okay. how it works. I don't know if it's based on my looks or how I was dressed or maybe he just thought of that moment. Oh, there's this thing tomorrow. Maybe he just liked my demeanor because I was friendly. I think they have that, Lord. Or maybe they, can, maybe they can just sense that you're competent. I don't know. I have yeah. no idea what the formula is. Okay. Um, what I can tell you is that even though I know the tip, my knowledge of this industry is at the tip of the iceberg, like with anything else, any other industry is that anything can happen at any time. 
Okay. Um, so when I was on Empire the first time, there were less, there were fewer people. Which, by the way, fewer is when something can be quantified. Less is when something it cannot, such as liquid. So fewer people. Um, Thank you for that grammar lesson. Right? I, I did that for you. Uh, <laughs> so there were fewer people last time. So what happened was they took a picture of us, several of us, um, in front of this board that, that has, like, the number of inches on it. And then they took a picture of me with our with, – I wrote my name on a dry erase board – for the director in case they ever want to use you for anything. This time there were, like tw- I think, twice as many people as there were the first time, so they didn't do that. Um, but again, this time, uh, they just saw me like, hey, do you want to be on wi- – we'd like you to be on Widows if you're available. Okay, who knows what's going to happen now? Maybe nothing. Yeah. Or maybe someone will be like, hey, do you want to uh, – you have a speaking role in that you you don't know what's going to happen. It could be anything. Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. Um I think her name was Linda, the one of the women that I was with. She was an extra on Empire several times and then they asked her, "Hey, would you like to be a core member?" which means you're on this regularly. So wow. she does not have so she's an Empire employee, which means in the fictional world of this show she is an employee of the Empire Company. Of, oh, so uh, she's a reoccurring Lions. member yes, so, extra. Yes, exactly. That's exactly because she does not have any speaking roles, but for continuity purposes, when when they're in their office or studio, yeah, you know, op- the employees that you see need to be the same employees because in that world they're going to be there every day. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see. This different employees in the same office building in that world, it just doesn't make any sense. Wow. Um, so that's, yeah, you can sort of see the stepping stones then yes. as to how you get the ins to. Yeah. But industry. you also need to, I mean, people, there are people that do extra work and that's just all they do, but you can't bank on that to get you to the next level. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yep. It could happen. Which is why you're looking for an uh, agent. Which is why right now I'm doing this extra work because it's really fun and it pays and it's just like, I'm just being given these small doses of this world that I know I will be a part of, but by no means do I want to be booking extra work all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to, I want to, um, use it up to its full potential before I get burned out on it, yeah. you know, get enough extra work experience where I can put that on a resume and then kind of move the next step after that. Yeah. The more you get, the more you know. Yeah. The more you get, the more you know, for sure. But yeah, man. It was pretty fun. Really wow. good time. That was a great story. Oh. Those were two great stories. Yeah. Sorry. I just realized right now, going back to when I had two hours of sleep, uh, I think I, we, were, we got, I know we got distracted with something, but how I came home at night, um, I ate dinner, and I was so tired. Oh, I talked about running, and then we went off some tangent. Um, But I solved the grand mystery, and it's because I get home around 10.30. I'm eating. It's around 11. I thought to myself, okay, if I'm going to sleep at 11.30 midnight, that's like four, four and a half hours of sleep. I can do that. Yeah. Um, And... I realized because oh I this is what I remember what happened was 
I said I got I responded to an email and then we went off on some tangent. But I was in bed, tired and ready to just go to bed. I wasn't like exhausted, but I was like, okay, perfect. I can feel my body wanting to go to sleep. And then I got up and do the backstage thing. And then I came back, went back to bed. And within a few minutes, I was like, I don't feel as tired. That's weird. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe because the, the light on the laptop when I was responding to the message. And then some time goes by. I'm like, I'm not, wait, I'm not tired. Why? What the heck? I was ready to go to bed. Did I just screw myself over? Okay, whatever. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. That's the sound my clock makes every hour. Yeah. And when you can't sleep, you hear that every five minutes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so I'm like, what the hell? And then it hits me. I ate a piece of chocolate before going to bed. And this piece of chocolate, Moserroth, I think that's how it's pronounced, is dark chocolate, 85% cacao. And if I remember correctly, cacao has caffeine in it. So I just straight up ate some caffeine, some chocolate before going to bed. I ate that before I ate my meat. I Man. ate that. I ate. I sat in my. I lied in my bed. And I ate a piece of chocolate, um, and some peanuts because I just wanted to eat something. Yeah. Before making my dinner, which took like five minutes. And so, in that time frame, about 30 minutes between I ate it and when I was ready to go to bed, 30, 45 minutes, it started to kick in. Mm. And at about 1.30 in the morning, I was like, yep, I completely fucked myself. Okay, cool. Wow. And then around 2 a.m., I remember feeling sleepy. So, I don't know. I fell asleep, I think, at 2 a.m. or 2.15. I don't know later than 2.30 at the most. And I remember my alarm goes off at 4 a.m., I wake up thinking to myself, fuck me. Yeah. Fuck me right now. And when that alarm went off, I was like, you know what? I just want to go back to bed. I don't even care about going to Empire right now. Mm-hmm. But they're super uh, strict about... They send out like three emails confirming you can even do this before um, you do it. Because they're super serious. Like, if you fuck us over, we're fucking you over. Yeah. Like, if you say you can do this, and then you say, oh, well, you can't, you're you're not getting work for 30 days mm. from the four-star casting website. Absolutely. Hell no. Yeah. So they send out an email that says, like, are you in, like, can you be booked? Are you available for this day? Yes, I'm available for this day. Okay, you're available for this day. This is the information. Please confirm you got this information. Yes, confirm. Okay, you'll get another email, like, literally eight hours before you have to be there, like... 10, between maybe 8 p.m. and midnight, or 10 p.m. Okay. the next day. And then they send a 30, oh, here's the final information. Please confirm this information. After you confirm this information, check your email again when you wake up. Like, super, like, just because stuff is always changing. Okay. They don't yeah. want to get fucked because yeah. by you accepting that email, somebody else didn't get it. They would yes. have gotten it. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I ate the chocolate. I slept for two hours. I woke up not wanting to, to like go to this thing. I w- within after about thirty minutes of being awake, I was totally awake. Um, I was not nervous at all. The first time I was a little bit nervous back in March, but man, I had a fucking great day today, man. I had just, I had one of the most exciting and fulfilling days I've had in a long time. Just like working on Empire, seeing Terrence Howard. 
Tyreesie Henson, Demi Moore, Rumor, Funkmaster Flex, like, hanging out with uh, Marilyn and Ralph and uh, Linda and uh, Treasure and just hanging out with people. Like, man, what a fucking awesome day! It's 18 hours, man, since when you woke up to where we are right now. And God, you still have the energy. Damn! The life, yeah. the life is flowing out the of you. The vigor, this yeah. Is, this is a beautiful thing. And I'm wearing this bomb-ass suit. Dude. I'm still wearing this bitchin' suit that I've been wearing since 4.30 this morning. I completely smell. But I felt it was necessary, which is why I didn't take a shower when I stepped in my house for five minutes. Grab my laptop, grab my shit, talk to my sister for five minutes, walk out the door. Because I needed to continue this flow. If I took a shower and changing clothes... There would winds been, down. It winds down. But dude, but I smell. I'm wearing the same clothes and shoe. I've not taken my shoes off since 4:30 this morning. <laughs> Got the same outfit on, and I'm just feeling like a boss, man. I'm just feeling like a fucking boss. I have to say, man, great. you have made my night. This, <laughs> yes. it, it really has been yes. an absolute pleasure. I'm so happy this. that I have made your night because I texted you at like probably 9:30. Yeah. And then I left, I called you shortly thereafter, which uh, yeah. to me at that time, it felt like two in the morning. Oh yeah, for sure. And when you called me, I'm like, damn, I hope I, I called you back. I'm like, there's one of two things. He either passed out no, immediately or he's driving. I'm still driving. And yeah, I didn't I'm, like, see it. I'm guessing he's driving right now because he sounds really excited in this voice message. Yeah. I'm so excited to hear about what, what happened. I've had a pretty slow day and to, to just feel the just 18 hours of like, just you being fucking doing your thing, man. Yeah, has been a great thing, and that's that really is a that's something that's something positive for my 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 day as well. Because like, damn, dreams, man. Dreams don't happen overnight. But, no, but the experiences like they paved the way. They're guide they're guidestones to the dream. And I know down the road I'm gonna have some lows. Like I know, like it's that's everything's why I'm highs here, and lows. That's why I'm here. There's right? gonna be some lows, and I I probably won't get work. I'll get really, really like uh, Gal Gadot, who's the actress that plays Wonder Woman, the Israeli actress oh, yeah. that plays Wonder Woman. Yeah. Gal Gadot. She's saying how she was almost wanted to quit acting because so many times <laughs> she did really well, and she was told you did really well, and then didn't get the role, and then now you're Wonder Woman, yeah. and like every every female on the planet looks up to you. Just that optimistic spirit of like, There's highs what's and next? Lows. What's next? There's highs and lows, but you know what? Right now I got this high. Hell yeah! Right man. now I got this high. We were at it. We've had some good beers tonight. So now, as we're wrapping things we're up, I want to I want to say two things. Right. Two things. Uh, first, again, shout out to Marilyn, my partner in crime on set, and apparently she, your secret crush. No, it's better well, revealed now. Yeah, <laughs> but she's married. Um, right. well, that never, but I, I will say this. I, when I found out she was married, I respected that because me, I'm, you know, me, I'm a gentleman. You I are. will not cross that line. If you have a wedding band on your finger, yeah. if you got a boyfriend, he better watch out. Cause I'm going to scoop you up. fast. <laughs> I'm going to scoop you up like a ground ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no, she was, just, I had so much fun with her. Like we were sitting next to each other during the set and then we'd like leave and, and we had moments where like I was talking to someone else and she was talking to someone else and we were doing our own thing. But like we were just palling around, hanging out, making jokes and it was just so much fun. She definitely made that uh, experience today so much uh, better. It would, it would already have been a great experience and hanging out with her was truly 
made it that much more special and that much more fun. So, Marilyn, shout out to you. Thank you so much. I had a phenomenal time with you um, for whatever it was, 15 hours. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, again, thank you so much for that. That was so great. Second of which I want to say is what our director said today after 15 hours. Thank you. Good night. That's a wrap. Woo! Yeah. Damn. That's a wrap. Man. Well, we said that's a wrap for my previous sign-off. So the sign-off for this to make it official was good good night, I think is what they said. Thank you. Good night. And everyone just bolted towards the fucking door. Everyone was so ready to get the fuck out of there. So have a good night and... uh... Just good night. Just good night. Just good night. Yes! You guys are going to see me on the silver screen. What is this? 2017? Summer 2017? July 2017? Let's see what happens in five years. I just feel so fucking awesome right now. Let's keep doing this this podcast. We're we're on episode 12 right now. We'll be 120 by the time you're on the silver screen. We've been going strong. We've been going like one or two a week. This has been great. This has been fun. Yeah. And thank you for anyone who's actually listened to this point. I mean, I know I do. I'm going to thank myself. I'm right going to thank now, myself right now because I'm sure the only two people right, listening no, to this. Right now, yeah. the only people that listen to this podcast are <laughs> are the two of us. Yeah. After we record, we listen to the, our episodes oh, a day or two after we rec- after we publish them. Yep. Um, possibly Marilyn, who I subscribed tonight when she's like, how do I get on your... How do I do this? Uh, here, you do this. And then I had to say to her, oh, the NRA probably has podcasts for sure because she's super into guns, which is so awesome. Um, and then Meredith, my coworker, uh, she was asking me about it. She's like, I forgot the name, but what is it called again? And I, so I told her. So right now, uh, we probably have... We have two confirmed listeners, you and I, <laughs> yes. uh, and potential That's for right. four. Yep. But I feel really good about this because we have so much fun when we're doing this podcast. Absolutely. This is... We've broken two records. One, this is the latest that we mm-hmm. have recorded our podcast. As we conclude, it is nearly one o'clock in the morning. It's about 12.48 a.m., um, this is also the longest podcast we have recorded, clocking in at about one hour, coming in at 17 minutes. One hour, 17 and minutes, and you the know next what? 10 seconds. I, I will say, to if there is, by any off chance, anyone listening to this outside of Victor and myself... It like, will, seriously, it Seriously, will. Send, send an email to us at vnrmediallc at gmail.com. Uh, like, let us know. Wait, like, was it we VNR would... Media Info? Or is it VNR? No, no. VNR Media LLC okay. is the new one. VNR Media LLC at gmail.com. Yes, at gmail.com. Like, sh- shoot us an email. We'd, we'd love to hear if you if you heard. Even if you didn't like, I mean, <laughs> if you're just listening to us as background noise. If you wouldn't... don't like this, you can fuck off. Shut up. No, I don't care. I'm like, just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy for anyone who's listened to this point. Uh, let us this know. Is, this well, is well, us. This would, be, this would be interesting. This is, this is us. In just, the past, talking to the future, yeah, telling us to to email, us, telling them to email. Future us. Victor, send us an no, email. This is future us. Hap- this is us in the yeah. This is us in the past because right now, I mean, there's not a whole lot, but we're having so much fun, so much more fun than uh, straight up, which was a lot of fun and was a learning experience. But this podcast is way more bitching. And dude, I mean, it's it's what we originally tried to do which was yes. just a, a casual conversation and really there's no i mean we're not we're sending this out into the void i don't yes. know if anyone's listening to us but i don't care because do you, i'm enjoying what do you know why right i now. do this i do this for a couple of reasons it is one of which for us to just get together and just hang out and talk yeah the other is again for myself so that 
10 years, 20 years, 30, 40 years from now, I can have these conversations to listen to and just, like, sit back. Oh, yeah. I don't care if there's no one that ever listens, but how much fun would it be if, like, 30 or 40 years from now we have these to still listen to? Well, we look we look at our distinguished careers as they stand. It's like, remember that? Remember when we yeah. were doing that podcast? But, man, like, it helps me process. I love hearing this stuff. It always brightens my day up. I... I'm I'm very I'm very grateful and this has been a this has been a wonderful night clocking in close to an hour and 20 minutes now. I got to so, say uh, can I have the last words? You can have last word, take it up and we'll we'll end there. I got to say I feel like a boss. You guys have no idea how fucking great of a day I had today. I'm still wearing my suit. I'm holding the Rebel Juice IPA and thank you for listening. You guys have a great night. Tell you about a party that I went to Out West LA was the venue On the sofa out of nowhere Started feeling good I guess it happens when you're out in warmest Hollywood I saw a fine dime And she was blonde too She stood in front of me And that's how are you I couldn't stand things through her smile Something hit me Gone before I knew it disappeared Her eyes so pretty What's this feeling in a dream I be living Breathing on this air But it feels like I'm swimming Am I the only one who sees that all is shining, sparkling so bright, I think I'm getting blinded. Here she comes again, the sexy blind I saw, something on her mind, she's walking quite tall. Transformation all of a sudden with a mean lean, hate their heads and strangers like the party on the ice cream. <laughs>